Hi, I'm Corey Gorechrist. I'm Dr. Vincent West. And here at Phantasm Podcast, we wanted to bring you sick fucks something very, very special from the bottom of our black hearts. And we have the horror legend Ken Foray in a almost two and a half hour interview, if I'm not mistaken. Two and a half hours, and uh, it's uncut, it's raw, it's very uh, intimate, and it's probably the coolest thing me and the doctor here have ever done. A very special interview from a very special guy, and to be a fan and actually get to sit down and, and uh, get this type of interview, I, I know I don't know about you, I wasn't expecting it to be as candid and as in depth as he took it. So it's very very introspective on his part, and I, I blew me the fuck away. Well said, well said. Well, we won't keep you guys waiting any longer, and there is no episode for this one. This is all the interview, just for you. So sit back. And enjoy, and remember, when there is no more room in hell, the dead will walk the earth. Take care, guys. Stay fucking gory. My name is Ken Corey, and you're listening to the Phantasm Podcast. In 1968, George Romero brought us Night of the Living Dead. It became the classic horror film of its time. Now, George Romero brings us the most intensely shocking motion picture experience for all times. Dawn of the Dead. Dawn of the Dead contains scenes of violence that may be considered shocking. No one under 17 will be admitted. Wake up, sucker. We're thieves and we're bad guys. That's exactly what we are. We've got to find our own way. Every dead body becomes one of them. It gets up and kills. The people it kills get up and kill. Jesus Christ. Maniacs. The dead body must be exterminated, either by destroying the brain or severing the brain from the rest of the body. Because they still believe there's respect in dying. No more room in hell. The dead will walk here. Well, we're here with the the horror icon Ken Foray. How you doing? I'm doing very well. How about yourself? Doing awesome. Doing awesome. And it's uh, good, good. definitely an honor to have you on. Yeah. How did you uh, How did you get interested in in uh, acting? What got you interested in that? Started doing plays. That's cool. Yeah. What were some of the uh, the Broadway plays you did? For Dawn of the Dead... Um, it was great. It was great to be in uh, New York uh, during those years and, and experiencing uh, the uh, village and the East and West Village and, and uh, the whole New York scene uh, in, those, uh, in those decades were just, 
Did you ever think that you would be a like a Hollywood actor or even a horror actor uh, no. pursuing all that? No, 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 no. It, 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 uh, the things just happened. You know, I think I was, I did, uh, I guess, start on Kojak. That was my first film uh, on television role. Awesome. And then I did Bingo Long, traveling all of the Motor Kings, which was fantastic because I you have to go to Macon and Savannah, Georgia with um, James Earl Jones, Billy Dee Williams, Richard Pryor, Tony Burton, awesome. Dan yeah. Shaw. It's a killer uh, Uh, we, my grandfather, would, he, was, he, he loved, he, he 
loved baseball. He loved. He would take my cousin and and myself to these games as little boys. And occasionally, about once a year, there would be a team of, of um, like globetrotters, like the home Hol- globetrotters. They right. would do fancy, and then they were they were African American, and they they do tuxedos and top hats sometimes, and they <laughs> you know they had you know they had people in clown outfits, and they did trick things with baseballs and, and, and bats and gloves, and they were they were hilarious and a lot of fun. And about once a year, we would go. We would see the Indianapolis Clowns. Hmm. Uh, so uh, my grandfather was from Macon, and my grandmother from Savannah, or vice versa. I can't remember which one. <laughs> the, and, and years later, my first film with Universal, we shipped, take me to Macon, and we're doing. My grandfather was a fan of all the, of the Negro leagues, of course, and what they were right. called in in those days. And he um, uh, loved uh, Josh Gibson and Satchel Page and those people. And he would talk about it a lot. And, you know, he, he always knew who was the best baseball player in the majors or in the Negro League anyway. So he said, yeah, who's the best this year, Graham? Uh, uh, we called him Daddy, Daddy Mose. Who's the best one this year? And he, he'd bring out, bring out the, the numbers and who they were. Yeah. And um, so, you know, I go for my first film. Where do I end up? In Macon, Georgia. Who do I end up, what am I doing? The Negro Leagues, because that's, that's what being along was about, you know, the Negro Leagues and the team breaking away from the Negro Leagues, right, right. forming their own group. And, um, uh, and then I go to Savannah, where my grandmother was, where his wife was from. And uh, who's on the team uh, for, for the being along, traveling all-stars and motor teams? The Indianapolis Clowns. <laughs> sure. So, you can't, you know, I mean, what a way to start your career at film, right? Yeah. You know, so that, that's a short story of, of uh, I guess, some influences. I think my, I had an uncle uh, who was my grandfather's brother who died before I was born. Yeah. But his name was uh, James Middlebrooks, and they called him Shank. <laughs> and Shank or James Middlebrook, then not the Shank that you pull out of your pocket, but, right. <laughs> but he uh, he had a he was a barbarian, right. and he had a, uh, a traveling show that uh, he took uh, through the South and Midwest, and he had about three or four tents, and he he owned the show, and he and that's what he did, you know. So that that was the only person besides me that uh, besides me that's been in uh, that ventured into the awesome that's very interesting and you know it's definitely a one-of-a-kind experience for you to you know um go on the path you did and we'll we'll go to uh inevitably dawn of the dead and uh yeah i guess explain how how that came about for you uh, i was doing a play in in uh new york and in, in the village uh off broadway and sitting backstage 
make up and get ready to go on. And uh, one of the actors said, hey, Ken, there's, they, they, there's a company that, uh, that they're doing a film and they, they, they have a character that you might fit. You want to try it? You want to go up and check it out? And I said, yeah, give me the address. I'll check it out. And I did. And I went up and met Richard Rubenstein and George Romero. And uh, after the first, I think I had the first audition with Scott, Galen, uh, and David. And then the second, I came back a week later, I believe, maybe it was days later, I'm not quite sure. And I had, uh, I, 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 uh, we did the same audition, but with three other uh, people. And uh, then I was told a uh, short uh, time after that that I had the job. Awesome. So that's how it, yeah, that's how it happened. What was it like uh, working with George on, in, to me, arguably the best zombie film ever made? What was that like for you working with him and working in that mall? And you know, you know, we were all very inexperienced, you know? <laughs> and and we it was an adventure. It was really an adventure. You know, it was. You know, I, I don't think any of us had. I, I I was the only one that was a SAG actor at the time because I did Bingo Long and Kojak, so I had to be SAG. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and I don't think that any of us had worked that much at all, at, at anything in, in business, especially in television or film. Sure. And we were just we were just thrilled to be there, absolutely thrilled to be there, and to it was uh, fun. It was fun almost every day. There was something new, something exciting. It was fun to, uh, I mean, you go into a mall and you're visiting all these, these uh, scenarios where you're driving and you're finding what you can build your, your place in. You, 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 you find a place to hide and then make it that place livable and right. finding your food and having access to all of these, these stores and products and materials. It was, it was, it was, it was great to see it, uh, see it happen. And to see it finally on the, uh, uh, the first cut, and to see that, and, and, and see what what we created, it was it was a it was a lot of of, of um, uh, just 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 great times, great times. You know, I was very young; I could do my own stunts at that point. Awesome! <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's awesome. They said dive on the concrete. I dove <laughs> on the concrete. You know, no problem. Nah, you still can. Take a fall here, <laughs> leap over this, do that. I was I was. You know, 215 pounds, not the uh, butterball that I am today. <laughs> <laughs> you can still do your stunts. Oh, I can say it. I can say it. You can do more stunts than me, I'm sure. <laughs> hey, oh, please, please. <laughs> Only back then, my friend. Only back then. Right. I was, that was, uh, you know, I can't believe I was 215 pounds when I shot Dawn of the Dead. And, and uh, I'm so far away from that now, I can't tell you. Right. Oh, wow. <laughs> Oh, it is. Now, you and yeah. uh, you and Scott, who plays uh, Roger in the film, you guys had a really good relationship in the film. What was it like, uh, you know, off camera with for you guys, uh, chemistry wise? Oh, we had a we had a um, you know off camera. We were we were probably so uh, dog tired <laughs> every 
day. I mean, we, we, you got to remember, we shot at night. Yeah. And so we had to, we had to, we came in uh, with Pittsburgh traffic sure. coming in from Monroeville every, and this is during the winter. So we, by the time we got to our, you know, after the first few days, you know, the, the thrill of being in the same car together, going right. <laughs> kind of warm in, and we just <laughs> sat back waiting to get to the hotel so we could get to our rooms and go to sleep. <laughs> and prepare for the next day because right. you know you know that time clock was twisted a little bit and uh, topsy turvy and we we kind of uh, we, our relationship we, we we had a good time you know we we were fine you know I think that the uh, we we worked well together as a matter of fact I you know I didn't and and, and I I, was, I had my niece here for a month. And a day, and we were going through old paperwork and stuff. She's helping me um, get rid of a lot of things and right. reorganize. And, you know, I'm downsizing a bit. Sure. And for the first time in 30 years, you come back. It's gonna happen sometime. <laughs> she was here for a month and a day, so she, <laughs> and she worked every day, <laughs> seven days a week. So, but we, but we, I, I found something, and. It's, it's a Critics, Critics' Choice, New York Times. I guess it's a review. And it's, and it's from fans all over the world. The performances from the four main characters are all impressive, especially when one considers that they weren't known actors. Yeah. And it goes on about other things, you know, about me, but I'm not going to get that. But that, it, uh, that, that's, that's pretty much what it, what it was. I, I was. I've seen this film many times. I was in Shining Wyoming about two years ago, and um, we screened the film. Awesome. And I was a little nervous. <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't sure if this was going to be. It was going to be dated. If it was going to be, um, you know, uh, a little corny for right. today's audience. And I sat there. And I knew I had to get up that food and then talk, and I said, God, maybe I should leave now. <laughs> and, and, but, I, but I didn't. I sat through it, and I watched it, and I, what, and, and I just read you that because this, this um, Critics' Choice New York Times review, because I really appreciated the, um, the job and how really, really good my... Uh, fellow actors were in this in this piece. Sure. I think uh, uh, Galen Roth, Scott Radiker, and David M. Geek were really, really, really good that I had. And, and I, it just, you know, I've seen it many times before, Shine, of course. Sure. And it, it's the first time it just, and, you know, the, the first time it just really registered just how good they were in it. Right. So, so that's, um, that was that was the experience for me with Dawn of the Dead. I had a great time, and you know it was um, as as George has said, it was like cowboys and Indians. It was right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny you mentioned that. It's actually, I mean, if you watch it now, or if you grew up with it, and you watch it then, it really does. It's a timeless film. It stands the test of time, and the acting has a lot to do with that. It's actually just a. A really good horror movie. You don't get. I mean, you get horror movies that have good parts to it. And, you know, it's it's a horror movie. It is what it is. But Dawn of the Dead is just has something about it that is just so watchable. Where really, it's a horror movie. I think anybody could watch, even though it's it's gory. It's got its you know 
It's got its moments and stuff, but really it's just, it's crazy. The vibe of the movie is so, uh, I don't know, maybe it's just because I grew up watching it a lot, and um, I don't know, it's almost, you know, it's got a good homey well, feeling to the film. It's really hard to describe. Yeah, well, most people, most people who watched this film when it came out have introduced their children to it, yeah. and their grandchildren, and they love it as well. It's just so a great movie. And, and it's yeah, it just stands up. I, I, you know, I've, um, you know, seen it somewhere. I've covered it a few times on television, late, late at night. Right. And, and you know, I say, oh, God, oh, here it is. And they say, okay, I'll watch a few minutes. And if I'm in there for more than four minutes, I'm going to watch the entire film. Yeah. And that, that's something for someone who's seen it as many times as I have. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I can never just watch part of it. And then, you I know. Think For doing that, I mean, it, obviously, yeah. it, you know, that's your most iconic role, and always will be. But I mean, just really take a second, like, thank you, because that's it's one of the most oh, one of the greatest characters of all time in horror, and you know, I think you just did a really good job of it. I think it's awesome. Thank you, thank you. I'm I'm uh, I'm humbled by it, and I'm going to take credit for it. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> As well. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, of course it's a great I, I, film. I'm truly humble because I'm, I'm, I, you know, I was a working actor and I continue to be a working actor in as many genres as I can. As I can. So, yeah, we continue so to be I fans. Huh? So we continue I'm to sorry. be fans, of course. Thank you, thank you. I, I, you know, I, I'm just, I, I, I've been lucky and um, I hope to continue to be lucky. <laughs> right. Yeah, in this business, in this industry because, you know, it, it's, um, it's a very tight market. Sure. You know, it's just not, uh, I had someone, um, I had a cousin who was a, a assistant basketball coach for a major university in, in this country. I'm not going to mention the university or anything. But <laughs> he, um, he, uh, they, they fired the coach and, uh, and they, so he, 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 he was the, the coach 
coach was his friend, and so they, of course the system went and they left. And uh, they went to another university, and uh, the coach stayed, but he left. Right. They went up to the, um, uh, what do they call that, the B-League, mm-hmm. or the NBA, and up in Canada, I think in Windsor, and did that for a minute. And now he's doing something else completely uh, unrelated to, to, to basketball. Huh. And he was very, he's a very good coach. You know, he's a very good coach, and he, and he should be coaching somewhere as head coach. Right. But it's a very tight market as well. Sure. And and you know these guys they come in they coach and immediately they're gone. Yeah. You know oh, if they they're not winning they're gone. If they if they win they may still be gone. <laughs> and, yeah. and and if, and if they go somewhere else they only get a few other 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 chances and then you may not hear from them again. And it's the same way as as, as an actor you you don't know if you you always worry if you're ever going to work again. And right. that's for actors who have won Academy Awards or Emmys or whatever. Sure. You know, you know, there's, there's uh, people, shorts of work, whatever. <laughs> they, you're always worried if you're going to work again, you know, how, how the career is going to go. If you will, and, and there, there, there's a very large cemetery of actors who have never worked. Yeah. Uh, I haven't worked in, in, in 10 or 20 years, you know. So I'm very thankful to still be working in this industry and uh, still putting out product. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Believe me. I'm, <laughs> I'm knocking on wood. I'm knocking on wood right now. Uh, well, we're glad. Yeah. Now you're still here. I'm here. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm here. <laughs> we're glad you're here. Uh, moving on, uh, Stuart Gordon. Uh, were you familiar yeah. with him before you met him for From Beyond with Reanimator or any of the actors or anything? Or? Well, I, I tell you, uh, that shoot of From Beyond, um, I, I, I received disastrous and traumatic information. Information that I, uh, couldn't do anything about. Uh, so during that shoot, so uh, I think two, uh, it, it, it was uh, it was not it was not the best experience for me. Oh no, that's so yeah, something in yeah. your personal life happened while you were shooting. Yes, 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 and so and so it it was not it was not uh, the best experience for me and. Um, um, you know, a few things. Uh, it, it was just, it, it was not good. <laughs> not good. That. And I don't know how to explain to you guys. Um, we're huge fans of, of the film and you in the film. So yeah. if, if it means yeah. anything to you, we, we're huge fans of it. So Yes. I, I'm, I'm not, well, this is not going to be good for you guys. Then. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, guys, but this is not the one. I, you know, they, too many, too many things happened on that film. Um, that um, uh, I, I just don't, I, I don't feel comfortable. I haven't felt comfortable about talking about that film uh, in decades. Really? Uh, fans, the fans have asked me about it. Fans have asked me specific questions about certain things that happened in that film, and 
Oh, wow. Was on we had no idea. I never knew anything about any yes. of that. No. No, I was, it was pretty, 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 well, you know, I was dealing with, with, with a very bad situation and uh, uh, did something very, very, uh, you know, something to get my mind off of it and it was taken advantage of. And then there were a lot of racial comments on, during that, that shoot as well. So oh, man. Oh, God. It wasn't, my, it wasn't my favorite. It was not my favorite uh, memory. We had no idea. I would have never even brought that up. I we're just no, fans of the okay. film. No, it's okay because the situation that prevented me from talking about it all these years is no longer exists. So you know, at this point, I'm I'm fine about talking about it, but um, that, there's nothing real uh, flattering. There's nothing great I can say about it. Nothing flattering, and there's um, um, you know, it, it it is you know, it's just not my favorite. Right. Like the, experience, the experience right, and things that happen on that set oh that wow film. and that's yeah. the directors actors whatever it's always just bad huh um I'm sorry say that again the 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 experience just in general just with the actors and the direct just everything was just bad I'm sorry I well you know I got the, you know I, there were certain certain things that were supposed to uh, happen that didn't happen and I didn't find out until much later because I, I didn't see the film. I saw the film on television. Oh, okay. And so, huh. so I, 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 I didn't see the cut, the uh, director's cut, or the DVD cut until decades later. Right. And so I was uh, quite shocked at what I saw. So that was, that was part of it, certainly. Oh, wow. And I did Yeah, so it... Uh, you know, I saw the television twice, and I said, "Okay, well, that's that's what we agreed on." You know, it looks okay. Like, well, then I see the DVD, and I, I said, "Oh no, <laughs> not what we discussed. This is not what we discussed." So right. I, I left. I left it at that, and so it's, it's been. Um, you know, it, maybe at some point somebody will ask me a specific question about something that that, that I can. You know, I'll, I'll be happy to talk about it now because, as I said, the situation as of this year. Uh, does not exist any longer that kept me from uh, talking about this so I can talk about it but enough is going to be flattering about that you know is there, I there was some, oh I'm yeah. sorry Oh no! I I was just is there is there anything that you would like to as for us as fans about the film that you do feel comfortable talking about because we're we're huge fans of of you in that film and the only reason I ever watched the film as a kid I'm in my I'm older uh, but I saw it as a kid was because you were in Dawn of the Dead was the only reason I ever actually watched the film You know, you know, first two days, you know, and I said, whoa, where am I? 
Yeah, know, exactly. Progressively, it got worse. I mean, there, there weren't too many more of those kind of statements, but, you know, there were some, some definite betrayals. So, wow. You know, yeah. So, but, but anything else I can talk about, you know, I, I think that, uh, you know, it was uh, wonderful to be in Rome, you know, but again, it was a very tragic time for me. So I was in the middle of trying to deal with me as a kid when I saw it and uh, just the whole film just in general but, you know that yeah I mean I mean Pantherell and that and all that prosthetics is, you know and, and, and it was it was horrible and, and the uh, you know they, I think that they the, the uh, uh, pineal gland coming out of Jeffrey's forehead yeah you know, that was you know, a- that, that was that was pretty freaky. You got you know, Barbara. There were a lot of things. It was it was a pretty. You, know, you got Barbara Cramp in S and M gear and stuff. You know and yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do, can was, you explain that, that scene? That initial scene where that happened. It was. That, yeah, with Barbara Cramp. Yeah. Her. 
Right. And, uh, you know, it was just one of the, one of the bizarre kind of things that went on with that film. I didn't yeah. know. You know, I, I, I think it, it changed all of our personalities. And that was her, her personality. That, that's how the, uh, uh, the Taurus is, um, um, uh, machine and mm-hmm. it's, 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 well you look genuinely uh, pissed uh, when you came in because you were like you know I, I told you to change and she was like I did you know <laughs> I thought it was kind of funny though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah they, they, they pulled her away real quick yeah <laughs> oh boy Okay, guys. <laughs> oh, please. Yeah, yeah. She, it was. It, it told you the change I did. That was. She was. Um, it was. Uh, she was impressive. I must say, she was impressive in the scene, and she did a good job in the film. You know, and so did Jeffrey Combs. You know, yeah. and Ted Terrell, and Ted Terrell, who was a real trooper. Oh yeah. I must. Uh, I must say, he was a real trooper. This guy uh, uh, stood there. Uh, in the, in, and that, that, that uh, what they attached to him, that uh, prosthetic that they attached to him, I think it stretched for at least three or four yards oh. uh, you know, across the floor, and and it was it, it was heavy as heck, and he stood in that all day. Well, <laughs> and having to see you him know. walk around in that's probably pretty pretty nice. Yeah, so. and, and he had to stand in the nude. You know, so it was, you know, not the most fun thing for him to do. You know, I know that. Right. You know, and that's, that's someone else who I have lost contact with. I have no idea where he is. Does, does anyone know? No. Does anyone? Or if any of the fans know where he is at this point? Who? If he still, well, the, the, the actor who played uh, uh, Doctor Notorious. Um, yeah. Oh, he's uh, he's passed away. Did he pass away? He did. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a nice guy. I didn't know he passed away. That's he's a shame, a nice too. Guy. And a troop, I'm telling you, he, he really, you know, I, I was very impressed, you know. He just stood there all day, all mm. day in that, and he was wrapped in that um, uh, foam and, 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 and glue and whatever else they they, they, they It's dedication. Know, plaster and whatever, whatever else they're making, foam rubber. Just, just crazy. Crazy. Right. Yeah, what, what else about this film? Uh, one other. I wanted to ask you. Uh, did you? Uh, was 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 Brian involved as much in this as as Stewart was, or was Brian not? Yunza. Brian Yunza was on set every day. Okay, so Brian. Okay. Brian Yunza was on set every day. Because I had read before that a lot of people had said it was basically his film and it's got Stewart's name on it. I had read that because I'm a fan of some of his other work, uh, but I, I was. I, I, yeah, no, I, that's, I wouldn't say that's true. Okay, gotcha. Okay. Brian, as, as the executive producer, was there every day to make sure that everything was going well, and he put out the fires and you know did did what most. Gotcha. It looked like the shooting locations for that looked kind of crazy. That one thing looked like it was in like an attic or something. The thing where the 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 machine was at. Oh, uh, that was um, uh, Charlie Band, Charles Band. Nice, the composer. Uh, and his father owned Empire Studios, which I think it was a former De Laurentiis studio, Studios in, in Rome. 
Oh, wow. And there were Empire Studios at, at, named Empire for Charlie and his group. And so we shot uh, that in Rome, and uh, it was a soundstage, and they built that. You know, you know, we had the stairway and the, you know, the uh, upstairs uh, uh, laboratory, and uh, and we had Jeffrey's room, uh, the basement, and um, all that was soundstage. You know, the, the whole thing was soundstage. All of that was huge. Empire Studios had uh, many sound stages. It was, uh, it was um, similar to being in Universal, Universal's lot. You know. Oh wow! Day, you know. Yeah, yeah. So they had a, they had several productions going on while we were there, and uh, it was uh, you know it's interesting, interesting, very interesting. I, I I don't think they kept it that long. I'm not sure. You have to ask Charlie Band, but um, it was um, you know it was impressive. Impressive for um, America to have a uh, studio location that that that, uh, that large in a foreign country. He certainly had that, so. and that's where we shot it. Yeah. Right. Interesting stuff. It's I like I said. I I never had any idea about anything with that film because watching it as a fan, it's just another thing that I thought was cool with you in it as a when I was a kid. So. <laughs> It, it was cool with me in it. <laughs> yeah, that's why it's that's why it was, it was cool with me in it. Yeah, <laughs> it's just such a it's but it's it's bizarre but it's interesting. I appreciate you talking about. It. I had no idea some of the circumstances yeah, with it. I that's something well, I know, never knew. Yeah, I, I you know, no 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 no. I as I said, things have changed in the last six months. And so, wow, you know, I I, I can't uh, I won't go into that, but I'll. I'll just say that um, I'm free to talk about it. So I don't mind talking about it. You know, I'm just not going. I'm just not going to. I'm not going to. You know, I put, I play the company line on it. I'm just, oh, sure, I'm sure, yeah. It. Yeah, I'm. A, you know, I, 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 I'm not going to. I'm not going to uh, put it up and, and, and sweeten it for anybody. Oh but, yeah, you know, of course, of course, yeah. Uh, yeah. You deserve to hear. You know. You know, or you know, I got to say, I, I won't talk about that. Right. <laughs> you gotcha. Right. So I'd rather just, just tell you, you know, it wasn't a special experience for me, and, and you know, it was uh, one of the, the most, one of the most tragic things of the times of my life. So. Mm. Wow. Well, we appreciate you talking about it. We're going to yeah, move awesome. on now to another movie that I like a whole lot. Well, you and uh, just like very briefly with this, you had worked with Brian and Stuart on. The dentist also. So your relationship with them was. Uh, I worked. I worked, with, I worked with. I worked with Brian on the dentist. Okay. Uh, Brian directed the dentist. Right. I didn't see Stewart. So he wrote it. Though, uh, no, he, he wrote it. Okay, so he yeah, wasn't on the set. I, I, I didn't see him doing any any part of it. You know, I, I didn't see him on the set, and so I, I didn't really have any contact with him. Right. And um, at that at that point, I had still hadn't seen from beyond except on television. Oh wow! wow. Okay. So, okay. Yeah, yeah. So it was still, you know, you know, like I said, it was it was only a decade or so uh, ago that I saw it on, on DVD. I had no idea so, for the longest yeah, time. I, I did a, yeah, it was it was you know when I saw it twice on television, I said okay, you know. So <laughs> I, Around the world, but that was not the right. case. So, uh, yeah, I, I did 
Right. <laughs> and I ended up not in the film. <laughs> so, so I, I said, thank you, very kindly. <laughs> I even know they made another one of those. Yeah, they did. They did, but Corbin Bernstein. Yeah. Oh, yeah, isn't isn't the one, isn't that one, one where, like, the wife starts killing people or something weird? I don't remember. Uh, I think so. Yeah, it I gets really weird so. where I she's got, I, like, I, razor gums or something <laughs> fucking crazy. I don't remember. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, that was, that was in one, too. I think he killed his wife and he gave her some kind of crazy gums. Yeah. One. And I'm not quite sure <laughs> about two, but I did see two, but I think I saw maybe half of it. Something like that. It's not that much of it. Yeah. You know. <laughs> I had no idea that Brian did that film for the longest time because I saw it when I was really little and I actually um, haven't been in the dentist since. I'm not even making that up. That's probably not a good thing, but that movie scared me so that, bad. That's, cause what we, that's what we hope. Yeah, that's one movie where I will not watch it. Like, that's one of the... I've seen... The Exorcist was the first movie I ever saw. And, you know, when I was a kid, and I loved it, but it scared the shit out of me. But The Dentist is something I will not watch. It's like The Fly. I, I won't watch it. <laughs> you know, I, I hate The Fly. It's <laughs> fucking gross. It is. It's and fucking gross. gross. <laughs> I hate Jeff Goldblum because of The Fly. It's so, so sick. Oh, God. Right. Oh, Oh yeah, yeah, it's nasty. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> that's a, that's a phantasm no no. Is that? I think it was great. I think it was absolutely great. But I no, it's brilliant. Watch it. I've watched it a few times. <laughs> but uh, you know, I think after the third or fourth time, yeah, that's many years. I said that's it. I'm finished. Dentist is on that um, list for me. It's a short list. Yeah, but, but that, that, that's exactly what we wanted to happen. It paid off for me. It paid off for you, but not for me. It's good to meet other people in this country. <laughs> you know, because I, I, I really thought that at the, at this film would, would uh, make an impression and leave a lasting impression with everyone in this country that was afraid of this Yeah, of all people, my mom showed me that film. And she was like, it's just a movie. I'm like, I don't care. I'm not going to the nest. <laughs> That's good. That's good. I, I just wish that everyone else felt that way. Not about going to the dentist, but right. about that film and how it is. You know, the, you know who, who doesn't have, you know, some, you know, misgivings, you know, or little, little nerves about going to a dentist. Then who knows if your your dentist is a psychopath that thinks your teeth yeah, are gross? Yeah, yeah, and most most people think they're dentists. <laughs> we thought we, we thought we had the formula. I don't care if it is the guy from Major League. I don't want him working on my teeth. He's gonna rip my teeth out. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was great. He was he was good in the dentist. It was good. He was good in the dentist. I tell you who was in the dentist. My God. And he, he had either a one-liner or he was, I don't know, he must have had a line or two at the most, but he's a major star now, and I can't think of his name. God, you guys got the computers up? Right yeah, right I can, I'll get it for you right now. Yeah, yeah, get that up, man, because you're going to be quite surprised, because I, you know, I I didn't pay that much attention to, you know, you know I, but I 
didn't realize that this until later. I said, "Oh my God, this 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 he must have got his spot in this film in the dentist." Uh, 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 shortly, shortly there, uh, shortly before that, can't think of his name. Ah. Yeah. Mark name? Ruffalo. Yeah, Mark yeah. Ruffalo's in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's an Avenger. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. He's the Hulk. Yeah. Well, I, I, was, I watched it. I don't know. I don't, I think now I he's like an A-list actor, you know. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's crazy. I wanted someone to see, you know, speak to me. Say, <laughs> 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 hey, Mark. <laughs> I want to be in one of your films, man. Yeah. <laughs> Shocked, you know, I said, Oh, wait, huh? I know, hey, wait, that's Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, okay, okay, wow. Ruffalo. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, I just thought I'd bring it up to you guys. You know, all the people listening and fans and Zephyrus can go back and say, Oh, there's Mark. I'm I might have to actually suck it up and watch the film again so I can, you know, yeah, hey, it's Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, I think, I think it's, 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 um, his scenes were before the guys started to go crazy. You right. know, Carbon started to have his breakdown. I think uh, <laughs> Mark was finished by that time. But but uh, go back and take a look and see if you can spot him. You're spotting there. And I I wonder if it was his first film. Or or if not his first, you know, almost his first film. It's certainly right. one of the, it's, it's certainly his early career. Yeah, I'll have to. I'll have to suck it up and go watch it. Again. Hey, 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 I'll show you like a line. Let me know. Right. Well, email me, guys. Let okay. me know. You oh, suck up a line. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kim, what, so, what else you guys got for me? I got some stuff. What else you guys got? Okay. Uh, what about, just real quick on this one, but I'm, I'm a fan of this movie. Don't what take about? your time. I got time. I okay, got cool. Time. This, this is all for you guys. Oh, well, we appreciate yeah, it so you. much. Uh, Death Spa. Love that movie. Oh, my God. Death <laughs> <laughs> Spa, Yes. Yes. Love yes. that film. Oh, man. How can you... That's, that's, that's probably the map, the roadmap on how to make a film on a, on a very small budget and do a lot of things with it. It was good. I think it's still, you know... Yeah, they... they, they, they they didn't have a lot of money, but they, they certainly had a, they had a large cast, not a lot of money, and uh, they were very inventive. We shot that, God, let's see, we shot that on off of Sunset Boulevard. Oh, wow. Uh, and um, Sunset and, I'm trying to think of Fairfax, Fairfax somewhere around there. Okay. There's a little, there's a little, um, I don't know what it is now, but at that point, it had been an ex-bank or something like that, or a bank business offices on the ground floor, basement floor, and we shot okay. that there, and they, they, they took over that place, and they created that spa. Uh, the swimming pool was somewhere else, uh, another location, but they created this spa, and uh, all the uh, the other, almost all the other um, uh I guess all the other scenes were shot in that, except for the last scene where we're we're outside and the swimming pool. Right. But everything else was shot right off of Sunset Boulevard, and uh, that was that was right after from beyond. Awesome. Yeah. So yeah. was that a better experience <laughs> filming for that? 
I said, was that a better experience overall than? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. It was. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, it, you know, it was still. Um, I was still dealing with some difficulties. Oh, know? sure. Those difficulties went on for quite a while, but mm-hmm. but uh, I but still it was it was um, it was enjoyable. I um, uh, I got along with the actors. Uh, we were uh, pretty uh, you know pretty pretty really uh, some some pretty talented people mm-hmm. in that film. And uh, it, it, was a, it was a lot of fun. It was fun. They just put it on Blu-ray last year. I picked up a copy of it. Yes, yes. And someone, uh, I think I got a call when I was out of the country. I got a call. Uh, they wanted me to come down and be part of the Blu-ray, Blu-ray uh, celebration. I guess they were on a premiere or something. Oh, oh wow. And that was uh, either two years ago or something like that, but I was out of, out of the country. Not sure if I could make it. And the eighth, I'm going to be at the Egyptian Theater because they're going to have the premiere of the Blu-ray uh, DVD for Dawn of the Dead. Awesome! And really? So everybody's coming. Everybody's coming in. From what I understand, Rubenstein and everyone else. You know. Now I've got the they Anchor Bay one that they put out like ten years ago. Is it, are they re-releasing it or? Re-release, from what I understand. I'm trying to get some more information now. I, I've been busy with some other projects. That's news to us. We didn't know anything about yeah, it. Yeah, they had a, uh, the, the Blu-ray they had about 10 years ago is way out of print, so I guess maybe they're putting it back out. I, I don't... They're, they're having... You know, listen, you don't, you don't get... You don't... You don't rip the Egyptian theater and bring in Richard Rich Rubenstein unless there's something really big going on. <laughs> sure. It's a, re, it's a reprint. That's awesome. You know, or something, but they're having... Be exciting. George and everybody's coming down then. I don't. All I know is Rupert's thing right now, and I, I can. I put in a call today. I haven't heard back yet, and uh, I will find out tonight if it's, who else is coming. But I would imagine that if Richard's coming out, that uh, quite a few people involved with the film will be here as well. Awesome. I'm not quite sure if George is going to be here. Maybe he has another uh, commitment, and maybe he will be here. I don't know that yet. But that's really cool. I found out when they invited me, they included in the email that Richard was coming. Awesome. So I, I, they didn't say anything about anyone else, but I'm sure that uh, they're reaching out to everyone. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if George was there. Oh, that's great. Yeah. And then Mike Gornick, I would hope, and, uh, you know, some of the other other people that were instrumental in, in, in uh, launching and working on Dawn. You know, Tom Savini, maybe? Tom. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, Galen and um, 
David are in um, New York. Oh, okay. So they, I, I don't think that they'll, I, I don't know. Maybe they, maybe they, they've invited them and they'll, they'll come too. I, I'm not sure who's, you know, maybe you guys can look it up on the line, online and see what, what, what they're having. Yeah, Today, definitely. I'd be Egyptian and maybe they'll, they'll give you a, a list of who's coming and you guys can give a shout out. And yeah. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's, that's, where I'm going to be on. I, I have a, um, I have two films and a, and a TV uh, appearance that are coming out uh, this sure. year, not this year, but ne- next year. And uh, so I was supposed to be in a festival in, in, in uh, the UK with one of them, and I, I had to cancel that. But, uh, you know, I'm they're kind of excited about both of them, but one of them, uh, Curse of Midnight, is really a, a kooky kind of character, and I like this, so right. look out for that. This, maybe not, 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 I think that it's, it's a relationship film, uh, but I'm not, I'm not the, between this couple, this couple, which I'm not part of the couple, right. and, <laughs> but I do have a significant role, and uh, uh, there's very little um, horror, I, I was a dash of horse, of silly horror, crazy <laughs> comical horror. Right. And, uh, uh, but um, the character's a little uh, wild and, and zany, and I like that. Yeah. So, uh, Curse, of, Curse of Midnight, look out, look out for it. Okay, definitely. Yeah, and The Rift is the other one I've got. Um, yeah, I'm looking at that here. Uh, yeah, yeah, The Rift, yeah. Yeah, that that's, uh, has a, a, a very fine cast, you know. I don't know if you know, uh, you know, uh, Mort, Morty? I don't, you don't know. You don't know. You don't know. You don't know. And he, he, he got, might, might be just a little, uh, past his name is Monty, 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 not Monty, Monty, Monty Markham. You know Monty Markham? No, not familiar with him. Yeah, Monty Markham, you know the, um, Magnificent Seven? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Well, there was a Magnificent Seven, Magnificent Seven Two. I'm familiar. And I know what that is. That was George Kennedy was in it, and Monty Markham played, uh, I think, the uh, Steve McQueen character. I do know. Yes, um, okay. I know who he is. Yeah, yeah. Well, he did a lot of television, and uh, and then he, he he was a a a. Um, uh, uh, he was a documentary. I think he, he produced documentaries. He narrated documentaries for the History Channel or the uh, Discovery. Oh, okay. Travel Channel. Yeah, and he, he did that for, for for many years. I remember him as a, a voice for, for for many commercials and and uh, documentaries. And he had a, a huge uh, uh, documentary. A very very. Very uh, lucrative and, 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 and uh, impressive documentary career. Wow! As well, so he did, he did the rest, and it was it was fun hearing some of the old stories from him. Oh and, man! Um, a woman by the name of Katrina Cass. Uh, uh, she's from Slovenia, but she uh, did uh, the um, oh god, uh, what is it called? Not the Wall Street, because that's with uh, Charlie Sheen. What's the the other one? Um, oh, uh, 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 yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, I do. Uh, uh, God, 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 God. I know it's going to drive me nuts uh, now. <laughs> the Wolf of Wall Street was the Wolf of Wall Street. Is 
that what it is? Wolf of Wall Street? Oh, was it? It's with, um, uh, oh my God. With DiCaprio? DiCaprio, yeah. Yes, yeah. That, yes, oh. I know, yeah. Yeah, Wolf of Wall Street. Wolf of Wall Street, Yep, yes. you got it, that's it. Yes. And, and she was in also Danny Collins with uh, Pacino. Okay, yep. That is a strong cast. Nice. For the rift, yes. Yes, he's a strong cast for the rift. There's a little bit of uh, uh, Serbian. They they, they do speak a little bit of Serbian and a little bit of of titles there, but not not much. Not much. And it's an an interesting film. It's a character I've done before, so no change in that. But it's uh, done a little better, and uh, it's uh, enjoyable for the launch. Okay, that's great. Uh, go retro on you again. Uh, we'll get yeah, right into uh, <laughs> Leatherface. How did that come about? Oh, yeah. That's a Chainsaw Massacre 3. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. What, what would you like to know about Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3? How did you get involved in that project? You know, I don't quite remember. I think they called me and wanted me. Nice. You know, uh, they called, said, was uh, uh, Skin for you available, Skin available, yes. Okay. So I, uh, that's how I got involved. Uh, most most people want to know how I lived after, after the chainsaw was put through my head. After having a chainsaw, you know, you know <laughs> kill me in a pool of water. Right. And how do I, and it's absolutely true because I uh, was supposed to die at that point and we, we stopped shooting and the wrapped and uh, a month later, two months later, I get a call and they say, we're gonna, we're gonna go back and reshoot. And I said, reshoot what? They said, what you, you, you're gonna live. I said, well, how can I live? I just got a chainsaw put through my head. <laughs> you know, I, don't think, I, just don't think, I don't think, I don't think it's a possibility to fool the audience. <laughs> I know him so, from Return of the Living Dead, which yeah. is awesome. Right, 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 right. 
was uh, he was a cowboy. Yeah. He was a cowboy hero. He was a cowboy. Uh, he did cowboy films, and he was um, he was very good. And I always was, you know, a big fan of his as as we portrayed a cowboy in films. Sure. And uh, the, so I'm on the set, and somebody said, "Well, that's cool." Go and watch. I said, "What?" <laughs> oh, really? Okay. And then he showed up, and I was just starstruck. Yeah. Because you know, again, this, I'm rarely am I starstruck by anyone, and but for this guy, right? Um, uh, I grew up with him as a young kid. You know, going to going to the neighborhood uh, uh, movie house and, and paying my little little trinkets and going in and spending the day watching cowboy movies and cool 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 was Right. It was, it was part of that, you know. So I was uh, very, very kind of. I didn't, I didn't say a word to him, you know. <laughs> 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 start, 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 start looking at him from a distance, you know. God, that's that's him. That's, that's the guy I grew up watching. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. It was it was a fun movie. Uh, uh, I, we shot it behind Magic Mountain. I don't know. If most, most oh yeah, I've been to Magic there. Mountain. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. We shot it right behind it. You know, right. I, 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 there was a gate that separated the uh, um, amusement park and the hills of the Southern California and that those, those desolate hills in the back of it. Right. And we sat at night and the rappers came out at night. Mm. So we were always uh, on the lookout for rattlesnakes crossing onto the set. And they, they, were killing them, they were killing them, I would say one or two a night. Maybe I'm being a little. It's a horror movie within a horror movie. You know. Oh yeah, horror, horror. <laughs> you know, I I spotted one myself going to the set and, and alerted the Wranglers. Say, hey oh. guys, we got another one. You know, maybe you might want to come over and get this one too. All right? <laughs> so so that, that was um, Ari and I spent from sun down to sun up in that pool of water. Wow. Damn. That 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 was twenty. Uh, that was. You did. Oh my god! Broke one of his ribs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How's that I, I, didn't, I didn't find that out until oh, I think about ten years ago. You know, that's about crazy. Ten years ago, we were both in Spain. At uh, do you guys know sieges? Uh, do you know sieges? Do you know sieges? Do you know the festival, the, the city? Yes, 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 yes. I yeah. do. Yes. 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 Right outside of Barcelona. He was there with history of violence, and uh, I was there with something. I can't think of what the hell I was doing. But he was doing <laughs> history of violence, and uh, I might have, if, I, if I'm not mistaken, was I there for for some kind of special award, or did I have a film? I, I, I don't think I had a film that year, Cause it, it, and, and 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 I might have. I don't quite remember. Anyway, Vigo uh, told me, you know, we we. Hung out a little bit, you know, for a couple hours, you know, three, three or four hours that night. Right. Uh, night of the gala parties and you know, the great 
Because Ken Foray is the Lord of the Ring. <laughs> right. the Lord of the Ribs. I'll put that in the uh, the the promo picture for the for the interview. We'll do the so Lord of the Ribs on it. Lord of the Ribs. I'll tell you. A fun story about that movie, how special it was to me. My friend, that we actually left school, cut school to go watch Leatherface. Wow, really? Yeah. So it's a oh, fun memory wow. for me. It's, it was it was just a lot of fun. And I'll be honest with you, the trailer, if you remember the trailer for it, the Excalibur, the chainsaw coming out of the water, and then Leatherface turning yeah. around, that horrified me to death. <laughs> It scared the shit out of me. Yeah, I saw them, you know, sometimes when you're in a set, you're not, you're not privy to all the special effects. You know, you come in, you, 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 you do your, you're doing your scene, they bring, they bring in the special effects later or before you get there, and this time I was lucky enough to see that and see how that, and they, they had a few, few miscues before they got it right, but they got it right. Now, I, I was able to see it come out of the water. I thought it was very impressive. Oh, it's very cool. Oh yeah, that that scared me so bad. Because <laughs> you, you don't know what it is. It's like okay, there's this guy standing looking at the leg. It's like oh, it's Leatherface. Okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, we lost we lost the Leatherface. By the way, we yeah, lost, uh, we lost the Leatherface. Yeah, we lost Gunner. Yeah. The Leatherface. The Leatherface. Oh yeah. We lost. Yep. Yeah. Pancreatic That's cancer, true. I believe. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. And uh, I had, I was just in uh, in Eng- in the UK with him. I would say no more than six months before. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. And I didn't spend time talking to him because I was doing my own thing and I had some stuff that I was working on, so I didn't I didn't hang out. I didn't hang out at night. You know, sure. most of the time you meet at you know you meet at the bar. You are you are you 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 have dinner with people. I had dinner with with some friends and and then uh, went directly to my to my room and and, and worked on worked on a um, a script that I, I, I was working I was writing and and well, okay. spent any time with him. And I thought I'd catch up and I'd get in the next day, the next day, and then all of a sudden it was time to leave and I we didn't spend any time. So you know I I, I hadn't talked to him and then I got a. God, did I get it? Uh, I got a, a notice from somebody. I'm trying to think of who it was. Uh, somebody that called and left a message that uh, he he had passed. Right. And uh, uh, and then I think his his, uh, his, his fiance had uh, sent me uh, an invitation to come up to uh, uh, Maine and uh, uh, to his uh, memorial. But mm-hmm. I, again, I was not. Available because I had uh, 
my family as well at that time, so I couldn't uh, right. couldn't make that. Yeah, sorry to hear that. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that, but uh, that was uh, we lost one. Yeah, we lost uh, the yeah. Leatherface. And then Angus yeah. from uh, Phantasm as well was uh, huge. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. That's right. That's right. Angus Grimm. Yes. Yeah. And he was. Uh, I've, I've appeared with him a few places. Very yeah. nice gentleman. But yeah. I remember. I remember him at Chiller. You guys know Chiller, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. In the Jersey. Yeah, yeah. This is the first uh, first time I met uh, Angus Grimm. They they set out a throne for him. What's going on? Oh, God. And it was it was he. It was Angus Grimm. And we talked a bit then and introduced myself and he was a very uh, lovely gentleman. Oh yeah. Gentleman. I had went to a Phantasm cast reunion. It was the first convention I ever did and it was um it was very surreal, like meeting him, you know, he was very terrifying in the in the films, um, but upon meeting him, it was more like, I don't know, I just felt really, uh, I don't know, he's a very peaceful guy, you know. Oh, very peaceful guy, oh, no, no, he's, he, he was, you know, completely different from the character. Oh, yeah. Was, you know, which, 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 you know, I guess, uh, you know, he, he used some part of his personality, and, 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 and you know, I guess he had to use his craft, I'm sure. Sure. As an actor, he did that, but, um, I'm, you know, still, he was, there was something about him when I met him. Like it felt, I felt like he knew me, and he knew, he knew me for a long time. But you know, it was yeah. just yeah. got something about yeah. him. He was a very, very interesting guy, and you know, he wrote like liner yeah. notes for the Beatles, you know, some of the Beatles records and stuff like that. I mean, he, he had a very illustrious career outside of the horror stuff. But you know, um, he did, he did, yeah, like crazy. I he think did. he's a Grammy, a Grammy winner, and you know, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, that was, that was he, definitely a loss, not only in the horror world, but you know, just in in general in entertainment business. So. Yes, yes. And he, <clears throat> I, I know he used to he used to do the Raven for uh, well, on some of his appearances. Right. He would, uh, they, they would have a Q and A, and he would just get up and just <laughs> start the Raven and <laughs> <laughs> do the entire the entire poem. That's hardcore. And, uh, and that would be it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we don't have any time for Q and A. Well, that's good. You just got a performance, so and and the fans love it. <laughs> that is he, cool. He was, he was quite a gentleman. Quite a gentleman. What else about Texas Chainsaw? Anything else about that that lovely piece of work? Well, I always thought I wanted to ask you about this. I believe if it's been yeah. a minute since I've watched it, but the armadillo getting run over. Do you know what I'm talking yeah. about? I always, always thought that was just really, really morbid. I don't know. As, as a, when I first saw it, I was like, "Wow, that's like." <laughs> I always yeah, thought that was just. Yeah. And that was that. That was with uh, Bill Butler and Kate Hodge in the car. Yeah. So I don't, oh, okay. I don't quite. Yeah. So I'm not quite sure if that was a, um, you know, something that they put together. I don't, I don't think they ran over a real. No. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't right. see that, you know, but I did 
okay, and this is a true story, great. Who are we living with out here, you know? Oh, yeah, right. definitely. Were you, you know? I wanted to ask you something just in general. Did were, have we, were you ever offered a role from maybe another uh, horror director that you maybe wish you had maybe done or not or was there anything interesting like that that you were ever offered maybe it just was a scheduling thing where you weren't able to work with them and you wish you could have or you know I tell you not horror not horror okay but I I have oh god I'll, I'll tell you a little story because I, I could I could I could tell you about three or four five six seven eight things in the different roles sure that, that, that either I was you know it, that either I got and they replaced me because I didn't have a bigger name, sure. or that I was the first or the first in line, and it was between me and another guy. Anything <laughs> you want to tell us, we would love to hear it. Forever, you know, right. I, I, I make a film, make a film. But I, I, I think that um, this, this, this was a, a real, really a good one. I just finished uh, Oh Bingo Long and. And probably Dawn of the Dead. I'm not quite. This is 19. No, no, I'm sorry. 76. Okay. This is 76, the bicentennial year. Right. 
And I think class, you can see me there. So they came down, they saw me do the scene, and they said, and they, after the scene, they, they motioned for me to come out and they left. They told me, come meet us at the office tomorrow at, at, at uh, 8 p.m., 8 a.m. I said, okay, I'll see you there. So I went up, and, you know, they, they, I got there about 8, and no one was there. I said, okay, right. this, is, this, is not, this is not going well. Okay. They showed up about 9, and uh, they said, hey, okay, Ken. And they brought in all of these people from Jamaica who were, uh, 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 you know, working on finding the set, you know, finding the set, set location sets and that kind of thing. They were going to shoot the story of the American Revolution with Christmas addicts. I was going to play addicts. Trevor Howard and John Gilgood were going to be my co-stars. Right. We were going to shoot it in England, Jamaica, <clears throat> and Boston. Uh, it was going to come out for the bicentennial, okay, for the next, uh, 1976, right. and that it would be all over the country, and I would be a major star. Oh wow! And I met all of the the, the, the people from Jamaica who who were you know working on locations in Jamaica. I they I stayed in their offices and we talked about the character, what it was doing, what it was doing, all of this, and I I left there feeling like uh, my my feet weren't touching the ground. I said, oh boy, great, absolutely wonderful. Well, John Gilgood, are you kidding me? Trevor Howard? Mike, mm. you can't ask for anything better than that. <laughs> I said, great, this will be wonderful. I'll play Christmas Addicts. And, and, and I'll segue into something else with that, about Addicts uh, as well. I, I finish it. So, uh, so, you know, how about if they said, uh, we got to do something with the financing and we'll get back to you in two weeks. And you come in for a screen test, and we we we, we feel pretty certain that you're the person we want. I said, okay, you know. Well, I didn't hear from him two weeks. I said, well, what's yeah. going on? And finally, the third week, and I went back up to the office, and they were no longer there, of course. And I found out that this is Joseph Mankiewicz's son. Yeah, the, the, the one with all the Academy Awards. Yeah, Joseph right. Yeah, yeah. Right. So he um. Apparently they 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 um, went back to, to Los Angeles, and eventually I did hear from them, and they said that at, during that year there was a tax change in the country, a massive tax change. And I forget what it was so many years ago, but I forget what exactly happened. But a lot of films lost their financing because of it. Wow. And this, was, and this was one of them. So, a movie about the American Revolution that you're going to be yeah. in was, uh, you said it was a tax thing, right? Yeah, yeah. That's kind of yeah, ironic, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, you well, well, <laughs> 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 The taxes <laughs> ruined it again. <laughs> Absolutely. So, they got us again, the damn British. <laughs> So they said they were pretty sure that you were their guy. Did you know for sure that you were going to be the guy at that point, or I, I knew I knew that I was going to going to have a screen test. Oh man! And that they're only looking at two people. Ah. And that uh, they pretty much, uh, they pretty much assured me, but without saying that 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 that, that you know. 
I think it, it, it really was going to depend on my screen test. They didn't want to let to get to your head if they were certain. I was in, you know. Yeah. So if I if I got past the screen test and and it and it came out as well as they as I would like and they would like and then then I it was it was a pretty lot a done deal, you know. So right. You know, and so that was you know Trevor Howard, John Gilgood, Ken Foy playing, Chris Pathetic, you know. So that was one. So that you know, and there've been others, you know. Like I could name I could name at least four or five others that were you know major, major films uh, that were produced and I either uh, was cast and then not cast right. or was um, or what, what else uh, or they uh, said I was I, you know if they didn't get a name I'd be I, I, I'm the guy right <laughs> and they could have got a name <laughs> they got a name Yeah. And then, and then I'm in. Then I, 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 all my family went to that 
school in Indianapolis, and then um, I write on just a, uh, a bet or a joke. Someone said, write something. I said, I'll write about the school, and, and, and I did it as a lock, and it turned out to be a Sounds cool. Uh, 
there in New York too, because well, I'm, I'm from Long Island originally, and yeah, and and uh, they had the Klan up there. I saw an actual rally driving around Long Island before, you know, when I was younger. Oh yeah, They scared the shit out of me too. I was like, "Mom, who's that?" And she was like, "Ah, they're they're a bunch of assholes." So I was like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess I'll have to ask, ask you that question when I'm a little older. <laughs> well, you know, you know, it, 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 uh, I lived in New York for mm-hmm. 11 years. So, yeah, it, it was not, uh, you know, it definitely, um, um, I had, you know, I mean, like all of America, we're going through a very difficult time now. It's, oh, sure. Uh, oh, God, it's, it's just so... I don't know what the hell is going on now. It's, um, it, it's, it's frightening. It's crazy, absolutely <laughs> crazy. And I'm finding the people don't really care about the truth Neglect uh, how people feel, you know. Yeah, it's. People realize it's crazy, but they don't at the same time. It's kind of like you know. They really think about it. It's only it's only been like forty years, you know, since um, African Americans have had full rights and everything. No one really takes that into account. That it's only been that long. That's not a lot of time, you know, at all. Let me tell you something else too. It's you know, my father fought the Japanese, and that was in his lifetime as a young man. Yeah. Same time, Hitler was 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 killing. Uh, um, uh, the handicapped and the disabled. Yeah. You know, uh, 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 injecting them with poisons and killing them. And then, then he, he took on that that kind of that kind of behavior into the concentration camp. Yeah. So oh yeah. Just my father's generation. This is not that that long ago. Yeah, my grandparents <laughs> fled um, from Germany right before that, and and came to the U.S. and you know. Helped, helped create me eventually, you know, through my dad. So that's cool. Um, yeah, 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 but they, they got out of there. Yeah, they, they fled right before that happened. You know, they but, man, they, knew, they knew it was brewing and they left. <clears throat> they, they were so fortunate. Oh, yeah. So many didn't. You mm. know, you, you, you're very fortunate. You're very fortunate. Was your oh, yeah. grandfather, you said? Yeah, and my grandma, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank God for them. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And my mom grew up in '52. You know, she was born in '52, so she saw a lot of, a lot of shit too. You know, um, yeah. Had me, had me very late. Yeah. Oh yeah. She grew up in uh, yeah. Port Washington, and uh, Washington. oh yeah. So I was in Bankman. Yeah, and she went to uh, she went to Columbia <laughs> Columbia University, and she was RN for 38 years. You know. I am. I was born in Islip. Did, did you know Jackson Hole? Did I what? Do you know Jackson Hole? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jackson Hole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
Uh, I don't believe so. Uh uh. What? <laughs> you gotta be kidding me. <laughs> you got to be kidding me. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm kind of young. Uh, I, I want you to let everyone know if you go to New York, you've got to have two things. One's a slice of pizza, because you know what a real pizza is. Of course. Okay. Of course. Secondly, of course, you, you can tell them that, right? <laughs> yeah, oh, every time. <laughs> I've had Chicago <laughs> pizza, it's good too, but New York yeah, pizza is. It's its own thing, but New York pizza is, you know, the best. You got to do that first. Yeah, New York is the outbreak. And most people listening to us are saying, oh, this guy's nuts. What are they talking about? Pizza. What are they talking about? What's so special about a dollar pizza? They also know pizza by the slice. Like, you can buy pizza by the slice. Like, it's bigger than your head. <laughs> I want a slice. I want a slice. I want a slice. It's what pizza is really about in this country. And people who get a chance to go to New York must stop at Ray's or one of the other major pizza places and, and have a slice. Or you get a you get a bagel too. It's uh, bagels not the same. Come on, please. Of course. I'm surprised you don't know about Jackson Hole. Uh. Uh-uh. Some of the greatest hamburgers you've ever had in your life, and they have a, they have about five of them around Manhattan, 86th Street, and they're still there. They were. I don't know. I haven't. I haven't gotten around. But I thought you would. We'll go. We'll we'll go one day. We'll all go out there. Hey, I'll, you 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 sent for me. I'll, I'll be there. <laughs> I'm thinking it's 63rd Street. to Google it. I'm sure it's... I want to understand it. A burger right there. We had no room. And I'm 6'5, my brother was 6'3 and a half, and right. looked like a donut. You know, I mean, this, 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 this kid looked like looking like a Greek god. And, 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 and played Big Ten football. Woody Hayes said he was the best sophomore in the Big Ten. This kid was a monster. <laughs> How it's done. When you go back home to visit family, you look up Jackson Hole and you get over there. We'll check it out for sure. I know one place it was the best uh, pizza I've ever had. It's in Long Island, though. It's um, called La Scala's, and I've always wanted to go back. That was the best Italian food and pizza I've ever eaten, and I'll never forget that place. In Long Island? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Being able to distinguish between one pizza to another because they're all so thick. It's like the cookie cutter. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You 
young niggas, you get a slice. In the Phillies, you can get a slice on the west side, up the west side. It's the same slice. Oh, that's great. You know, I mean, <laughs> they, they, they don't vary very much. You know what I mean? It's all great. It's the same slice. But if you found something that was extraordinary, that's a, that's a oh, it is. It's called La Scala's. I don't know if it's still there. I haven't been there since I was a kid, but I mean, <coughs> Italian food, their calzones were out of this oh, world. It, and the stop pizza it, was. I'm making you hungry. Don't, 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 don't mention Italian food to me. I can't eat it anymore. I love Italian food. I love it. We'll get well, back to the, to the film anymore. Thing. You know? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Oh, oh. Oh yeah, oh, I just ate and I'm getting hungry. Oh, are you kidding? <laughs> I put out the iPhone. You know, I'm gonna put on a diet. They want me to lose weight, so sure. I can't eat any Italian food. Ah. I can't eat anything. You know, once they put you on these diets, you know, you can't eat anything. Sure. pretty good at digging up stuff. I think I can find it. And if we do, we'll... Yeah, look for the Indianapolis Recorder. And we'll, and we'll plug that, it. That might, that might bring it up, too. Indianapolis Recorder. Okay. And that, that might uh, bring, bring it up, but it is... Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, no, 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 no. No, no, this is, this is two years ago. I, I, can't, I can't remember the title, and I don't know. I feel so embarrassed. They're gonna, they're, they're no, that's fine. Now, is there anywhere that that series is? Is there anywhere people can view your uh, six-hour series? You maybe publish it, you know. <laughs> I, you know, I don't think you can afford the, the back end of this one. All right. I, I, 
um, I wrote a zombie script as well. Did I, you? I didn't know that. I, I did a, yeah, I did a, I, something called Dead and Alive, which is which is very good. Not the most expensive zombie movie ever to be made. Right. Ever made. I mean, I got the, I got tankers like Waterworld. Yeah, you be the I guy to a, do it. I got a schooler. I got a schooler. I got an island. Right. <laughs> I got, yeah. I think that would be cool if, if you know, that, that got the green light. It's a good one, too. We're in need of another good zombie film. I don't think, uh, you know, there's a lot. It's been kind of oversaturated. You know, The Walking Dead's a big thing, so zombies are kind of more popular, you know, now. But. I still think the the George ones are really it, and maybe you know, I, I like some of the Italian stuff uh, also. The old the old I like stuff. The, I like the remake of Dawn. I, I like I like. But, you yeah, know, talk I about your uh, your cameo in, in the remake of Dawn of the Dead. How are you? Yeah, yeah, that that was that was that, that was that was excellent listening. How petty I was in that. Thank you very much. Right. I mean, I was weighing about three fifty then. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> that was really. I no, really, I thought it was cool I, that you I, were. I, you know, I feel, I feel zombie walks like people do all kinds of crazy stuff there's like things that cities do now called zombie walks you know around Halloween oh, they've been going up for a long time I mean this is they've been red all over the place yeah that's crazy they've been doing that for, for 20 years now yeah. but I'm, I'm saying that the, the you know just in the mainstream and mainstream uh, media that you have um, uh, commercials with a zombie in it uh, or somebody can look you feeling dead interesting now oh no I was just saying it's interesting how now it's more of a pop culture thing than it was a cult thing you know it used to be more of a a cult thing for horror fans now it's just like yeah zombies you know and uh
and it was uh, with the EDM music, you know, that kind of thing. Right. And um, they were talking, they said, you know, the zombies, you know, they're, they're, they're almost, they're, you know, the housewives who never, would never watch a, a, a horror film. Right. Kind of screamish about it, wouldn't, didn't want to see them. Uh, you know, the, the, you know, the 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 real, the real house is really um, uh, watching you. You know, uh, uh, the housewives, uh, the, uh, the, the 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 what is it? The uh, the, the talk, the view, the view. Yeah, the view. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, so, you know that, that's where they 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 they're real. You know, their interests lie. You know, <laughs> and all of a sudden they're now. Hey, I'm a fan of zombies. <laughs> <laughs> I want the walking dead. I'm a big fan. <laughs> You know, because it's just, it's just, it's, it's, you know, with The Walking Dead, and, and I think, you know, even before The Walking Dead, there was this, this, uh, you know, reference to zombies constantly in either in uh, written page or uh, type or in in some kind of commercial being shot, right. advertisement, or or reference by announcers. Was there a zombie craze like after Dawn of the Dead came out? Uh, did you notice any kind of resurgence of the the zombies and the? You know, I, not, not really. I, I, you know, there wasn't anything that I noticed. I, you know, George came out with um, uh, Day of the Dead. Yeah. Right after, and and so I was very excited about that for them. I thought it was going to be a big hit. Right. And uh, uh, but I, I didn't see. Wow. And uh, 
I, when I got out, we talked, and he said, hey, I, you know, I'm driving limousine. Why don't you come up and drive the limousine to something <laughs> great? So I said, absolutely. <laughs> you know, I need some, some cash. I've just gotten here, you know. I didn't have very much cash on me. I said, okay. So, you know, so Scotty started to, uh, the stats is a small company. We had three of, I think they had four limos in the company. So sure. Yeah. 
create a performance like that and to be driving a limousine now. <laughs> and I looked back at him and I said, Pretty damn shitty, Bob. <laughs> Pretty damn shitty, if you want to know. <laughs> That's awesome. That shows you just how popular it was and the audience it had and what Rick Rubenstein, what Richard Rubenstein did, he really put this thing at every house in Indianapolis from New York. I left it coming to California. I went to Indianapolis, uh, got my uncle's car and uh, uh, did some work on that. They had some work on it and, and, and drove it out to California. But before I left Indianapolis, it was showing in every drive in there. I was on television. I had to do interviews for PBS. I had to do interviews for Yeah, right. So this thing got distribution that was, was unheard of. And we got coverage. We had the major, we had the retreat of God. What was the woman's name? God. There was Cisco Hebert, and I forget the woman's name. I can't think of her name. She's a major reviewer. They on television. The Cisco Hebert had their show. This woman had her show. I, I hope she forgets me. I can't think of her name. Right. And Rex Reed had his show. And they were all, you know, Is rare for show. horror for them. Yeah, they, they had that, yeah. And, uh, um, and so, 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 Richard Rubenstein, he, 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 he nurtured this. He, he, he guided this, this, this effort, and, and, and it was, it was really a great job of producing and executive producing and getting sure. it out there. And he did a, he did a wonderful job. I, I got to hand it to him. He was superb at, at, at getting this thing uh, uh, distributed. So he and Sala Hassan. fully agree with that i mean if you look at the horror genre and, and, and stuff like that and where it stands with um <coughs> you know uh big budget action movies or sci-fi or any of that stuff or drama or whatever dawn of the dead is like at the 
the the forefront of 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 horror period so it's not only a horror classic it's like a that's like a must-own movie period like even if you're not into horror movies or whatever it's like oh yeah i know dawn of the dead you know it's crazy but when you watch the film it definitely proves all of that like when you watch it it's just a great film like it's really just it's just great oh, oh, it is. And, and, and it has a fan base that is um, you know, multi-generational as I mentioned before but you don't know who is a fan right because you, 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 you have people who you know, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt if, 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 if Eisner from the former chair, chair of Disney wasn't a fan. Right. You know, I run, run, run into people like Spielberg who are fans. And Bob Iger, um, yeah, people, yeah. People, you know, there are people that, you know, get like it. The Rock might be a fan. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like I've seen like Donald the Dead. Fan. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it really, it really did that. I'm always surprised at people who are fans who you, not necessarily would think or would be fans of of, of, of your film, you know, of this right. film. And they are. They are. And, and, and it's, you know, I was standing at, um, I was standing in the hallway waiting for the start of the remake premiere of Dawn of the Dead. Which was, a, uh, you know, it was a good, it's actually a good remake film remake, also. Yeah. And uh, somebody said, hey, kids, so what? You know, that's what they're saying. We have what's up? Christina Aguilera. She's a fan. <laughs> that's, why, that's why she's standing next to you. Oh, what? What? <laughs> Christina Aguilera <laughs> watching Dawn of the Dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? <laughs> you know, so. That's funny. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it really is, you know, it, it, I think it's, I think the film, we got guys, we got very lucky. It touched, it touched, it touched a lot of people. You have to you have to go back to Night of the Living Dead, Dwayne Jones, George Romero, sure. and how they put that together. Oh, and that's that amazing. Was, that was the key. That was the key. And after that, we just happened to come along at the right time, and it was in color. And you know, malls yep. were not a big part of American society, but they were becoming that. Yeah. And yep. they weren't as many around as they are now. They weren't as commonplace as they are now. <laughs> and and George putting the those those, those It immortalizes you as well. Oh yeah. Yeah, it does. I guess. You know, and, and, and listen, I was just a working actor, and I've always been just a working actor. But nonetheless, it um, it's a pro- it, it 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 sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't realize. This is another poster. I didn't realize how important it was that I lived. Oh, it's a huge. It's huge. Oh, yeah. I think. It's huge. It's huge. It's, it's George. It's huge. Just like that. Never. And so people, you know, you know, especially African Americans, they go say, "Hey, yeah, you made it." 
<laughs> oh, it's huge. It's great. <laughs> It's huge, I think. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. You know, poor, you know, poor me with, with one light out upstairs. I think I didn't get it, but it's you know, a lot anyway. Right. But I, I, I didn't. It's I George didn't, making yeah, a statement. I, cool I, I was happy that it didn't live. I thought it was a better, I thought it was better for the film that I live. Right. You know, it was a better story that I live. But uh, uh, I didn't, I didn't put the two together that being African American and living through to the end and not dying was. <laughs> The Night of Living Dead. God, that was that was tragic. Because <laughs> it's like, oh man, they thought yeah, he was a zombie. Exactly. It sucks. Exactly, exactly. You know, it's like, oh God, not we thought he was gonna make it. You know, he's gonna survive. God, is that it? See, when I watched Dawn for the first time, I wasn't sure. I was just like, I don't know. I I like him. I hope he doesn't die, but I'm not sure. You know, you can never tell in this kind of setting where it's like, I I thought everyone was gonna die. You know. Well, you know, when the sun came up, and, you know, you saw the, the, the troopers coming in, and the sheriff coming in, and all that, you know, these guys walking towards the house, you said, okay, he's gonna make it. Yeah. You know, was the damn dog. You know, the damn office, and oh, boy. It's actually not what we wanted. But, it worked. It worked for, 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 uh, Not in Living Dead, and it was, you know, I, I guess it, it, uh, was, an, it, it made a big enough impression around the world because I saw it and I knew Dwayne before wow okay before he did it so so wow. I, I, I I saw it and I was a fan of it you know little black and white film low budget didn't cost anything uh, uh, very little and and, and you know, shoestring budget and, and, and really you know but that was a story there and it was interesting and it was it was it was, it was scary it was great and I really I really liked it and and, and and I think that uh, most of uh, most of the world felt the way I did, and that I guess that helped um, launch Dawn, you know, which I was a part of. And oh yeah. Then, and to this day, I'm I'm, I'm um, glad I was, glad I was, and I feel I feel uh, again just just very honored, just very honored that people um, appreciate me and appreciate my efforts and, and appreciate the film. Do you so think? I, 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 Oh, I'm sorry. I I wanted to ask you. Do you, please, 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 please. Do, do you think? Because I always felt this growing up. I saw that film for the first time when I was probably probably about six or seven. But then I saw it again when I was older, and I took a different take on it. I wanted to ask you. I felt like you surviving was George making a really big statement. I thought I thought it was beautiful. I really did to this day because. I can't think of anything. It was just really cool. You know, it was like the... Uh, it was just neat. I don't know. I thought it was awesome. And, and to me, every time I would watch it over, it's like, yeah, I mean, watch, watch Ken whip ass through this whole fucker. It's like... <laughs> okay. I, um... I, you know, we... You know, I hate to... You can be part of a project and... You know, some people have different opinions about why certain things were done. You know, as I mentioned about Texas Chainsaw 3. And right, right. Back, you know what I 
I discussed it. And I, I, I almost vividly remember this, that we discussed it and said, what minute should we go for? And it was kind of like, you know, okay, let's go for the, the, the happier ending where I don't kill myself, you know. And I think that was George's decision. I think he included me in the, in on the discussion. Oh, wow. You know, but I think that was George's decision, certainly. And, um, um, you know, you know, I, 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 I think it was the right decision for the film. Sure. Uh, originally, Galen was supposed to lose her head in the uh, chopper blades. Oh, wow. I mm. was supposed to commit suicide. Oh, and shit. I, and, and from what I understand, uh, uh, they, they, they did a test shooting of uh, lifting Galen's head up to the blades and having to cut off, you know, with a, with a dummy. Right. So so they did that, and uh, but nothing was done. Like, we didn't shoot me. You know, but again, if George, yes, <laughs> we did. <laughs> we did. Right. <laughs> and I'm going to leave it at that. See, I never, I, I never knew that. Yeah, well, don't, don't me. <laughs> oh no, 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 no. Of course. I be the truth. No. I, I could be dead wrong. I could be wrong. George could have thought of that by himself and just mentioned it to me, and I thought we discussed. <laughs> right. You know, it, it's been a long time, guys. It's a long time ago. That's interesting. You know, I think. And, and I was, uh, you know, I've been through a lot since then. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey, do you mind touching? I wanted to ask you uh, yeah. how you met and how you were approached uh, by Rob Zombie to be in Devil's Rejects. Oh God, God, that is a story. Oh, cool. I, uh, I, I, uh, I got the script, and it said Devil's Rejects, and, and I don't know when I got the script, <laughs> but when I read when I read the name Rob Zombie, and Rob. Forgive me, forgive me, because I I truly think he's a, a very talented, talented director, a very talented individual, and someone I like very much. Right. Uh, I um, but I saw the name Rob Zombie, and I wasn't familiar with Rob Zombie. I thought this was some crazy fan that put Zombie at the end of his name and was sending me a script. <laughs> I. Oh, sure. I appreciate it. Find out 
I'm a hometown guy, you know. So, right. you know, yeah. I'm, Some of the what's some of the heavy metal? Either way, that's yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, cool. Oh, yeah. They just recently uh, closed it. shoot that at? Huh? Where did you guys shoot that at? We shot that at Sable Ranch out on the four, off the 14 freeway going towards the Palmdale Lancaster. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we shot that at Sable Ranch. They were shooting 
Was it Freddy versus Jason? No. It wasn't Freddy versus Jason. It was something else. Oh, God, wasn't that zombie strippers thing, was it? <laughs> no, 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 no. It was, um, it was, it was Robert England. Okay. And, um, that Confederate flag. Oh, uh, 2001 Maniacs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay. For a few dollars more. Good, bad, and ugly. Oh wow! Oh my lord! That's awesome. We can't thank you enough. I, this has been absolutely fantastic. Oh, man, it's been great for me, too. It's been fun talking to you. It really has. Yeah, it's not. I, I don't know what I've enjoyed it more. That's <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much for doing this. This has thank been fantastic. Okay. Talk to you soon, okay? Oh, yeah, definitely. We'll be in touch. Thank you. I appreciate that. 
All Thank right. you so much. Bye-bye. has been gone for 40 years now. There's nothing back in there but animals. A lot. The old creep told you not to get off the road. What began as a vacation ended as a nightmare. Be hell to pay now. What was that? She thought she knew what the world was all about, but nothing prepared her for this. The hills have eyes. Oh, you go with my baby. Get out of the way, Dick. A mother fighting for her child loses it in the worst possible way. I hit him with a tire iron and I split his face wide open. That was a bad mistake. I come there for you later, Charlie. Why are you doing this? The story of an American family who lost everything except the will to survive. Murdered, raped, burned, but not beaten. The hills have eyes. The story of one family's refusal to die. I'm going to get those animals. Have eyes. A night of terror. A day of vengeance where no one was spared. No one. Kill a babe! Kill me! They fought back. Anything was a weapon. A family dog to the family car. It's working! The Hills Have Eyes, the most shocking, terrifying film you will ever see by Wes Craven, writer and director of The Last House on the Left. The Hills Have Eyes, the lucky ones died first. Beneath the city of New York, are living catacombs, an endless maze of subterranean tunnels, unfit for anything human. Unauthorized for anything experimental. Hold it! There's something moving up ahead in the tunnel! And unlikely to bring anyone down there. So... <laughs> they're coming up. Chud! 
child. Check your basement and your bathroom. Keep off the street and try to hide. But remember, the dark is their place. The night is their time. And tomorrow, the only things living in the city of New York will be Chud. Chud. Cannibalistic. Humanoid. Underground. Dwellers. Ah, hello, fellow food lovers. I'm Phil Mignon, world-famous gourmet. In my travels, I've sampled some of the most exquisite foods the world has to offer. And that's why they've asked me to tell you all about a charming new eatery located right downtown. As uh, you can see, the atmosphere is lovely. <laughs> But, of course, the uh, finest attribute of this quaint cafe is the marvelous cuisine. By the way, what is the special ingredient in the Tuesday surprise? Well, if I told you that, it wouldn't be a surprise anymore, would it? They're, um, <clears throat> mouth-watering specialties. <laughs> Will have you, as they say, licking your lips. Uh, only the freshest natural ingredients are selected. The first ingredients we need are two stomachs from a couple of trams. For use in their carefully guarded <clears throat> recipes. I'd give my right arm for that secret recipe. Ah! Uh, yes, the chef puts a bit of himself into every succulent dish. Oh, and he's always pleased to serve you to your friend. Uh, sh shouldn't that be serve you and your friends? Uh, no. Uh, your gracious hostess will direct you to your table. Where you will dine as if there's no tomorrow. So, breeze on down and don't let anything stand in your way. Oh. Uh, this Epicurean haven is called Blood Diner. You got that right, homo. So, this is Phil Mignon. Ah, saying, Bon Appetit. Oh, Mommy. The Blood Diner. First they greet you, then they eat you. No one under 17 admitted. Schwarzenegger. Knock, knock. Versus the Predator. Predator, rated R. The Battle of the Century starts Friday, June 12th. 100,000 years ago, it came to our galaxy. Trapped in the wasteland of Antarctica, it could not escape. Now, it is free to become one of us. John Carpenter's The Thing, rated R. 100,000 years ago, it came to our galaxy. Trapped in the wasteland of Antarctica, it could not escape. Now, it is free 
to become one of us. John Carpenter's The Thing, rated R.